When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express Card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Bienvenidos, mi gente. Gloria Estefan here. You are listening to Red Table Talk, the Estefan's podcast. All your favorite episodes from our Facebook Watch show in audio. On this Red Table Talk, the Estefan's. Millions of people are suffering in silence. We're in a worldwide mental health crisis. I actually suffer from extreme anxiety. You are not alone. Then I start freaking out because then the bad thoughts come in. Lelepon's debilitating disorder. I'm a loser. This is so embarrassing. Who's going to love a person like me? It's over. Let's just kill ourselves. Actress Carla Souza's traumatic breakdown. I would see my friends' faces turn into rats and they were going to eat me. Anyone can be affected. I remember thinking, what if I hang myself and I had even picked out the tree that I might do it on? Maybe you talk about it, you can help someone exactly. Hello, table. We're back at our red table. Today is kind of an emergency, honestly, what's happening I would say yes. in the country. We are in the biggest mental health crisis of our time. Over 300 million people have a mental illness and may never get the care they desperately need. 
this hits home for all of us in some way. Yeah. All right. I mean, we as a family have experienced our own uh, brush with mental health in a variety of ways, different times, different reason. I'm going to be the first one to say I've always felt very good in my own skin, except when I was 15 and my dad had spent a year already at home that I was taking care of him and he was heading downhill fast. Even though my father survived the Vietnam War, he still became a casualty of combat. His exposure to Agent Orange, a poison used for warfare, resulted in his diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. Sadly, millions of soldiers suffered similar fates, developing cancers and neurological conditions. He lost his ability to speak. He couldn't walk, so he would stand up to try to go to the bathroom and he would fall and he would soil himself. I would have to bathe him. He would be crying, embarrassed and trying that to make me feel better. So rough for you and for him. For him particularly, and that's what would kill me. And then I didn't want to tell my mother that I was starting to feel cracks in my armor. I didn't want to tell my grandmother because I didn't want to worry her. And my father had left a gun in my house when he went to war for supposed protection for my mother. I knew where that gun was. And I started having desperation thoughts. And I remember going to the place thinking, okay, the gun is there, but what if instead I hang myself because that might be bloody. And I had even picked out the tree that I might do it on. And then I thought, okay, hold, hold. My mom's going to find me. My sister's going to, I'm not going to be here for her. And what got me through that moment was thinking of others, was thinking wow. of other people that I loved. And I said, okay, I need to be here for them. I can't go anywhere. Well, I knew it would destroy my family. So little by little, I just focused on school. I took myself through the whole process. I think it helped for me to imagine what life was going to be like forever for the people that I loved. I never spoke to my friends about what I was going through with my dad because it seemed to me like they were, they were going through their teenage years, having fun, doing the things Why? that they're supposed to do. Why is it that we never talk about it, right? I found a lot of self-help and Your dad came along. I was about to say, do you think love has something yes. to do oh, with it? <laughs> Absolutely. Love and making my life at what I really love to do. Studying psychology helped me. I'm still fascinated with it. I kind of think once in a while that I might go back and get a PhD. Oh, you heard it here first. The conga queen is no. going to get Doctor, a PhD. Oh, God, no. Dr. No, Stefan. Ah, you know, Stefan Momano. But you know what? I got through it. A lot of people really don't get through it. And you have some experience with this. Oh, yes. yes. I come from a family that we've struggled with mental health. My story basically is from my childhood. My mom, when she passed away, I was 10 and a half, 11. For this show, I had to call my father, call my brother. It's incredible how careful we become, the three of us, when we have to talk about my mom and her death. Your dad had to have her hospitalized. Several times I would get home from school and she's unstable again. You know, like I would see it. I would see her eyes, her body language. She would change. 
Like a different person. A different person. She was depressed. You know, she would drive me and suddenly she would say, oh, the sun is coming closer to planet Earth. We're all going to die. Look at the sun. It's, you know, it's getting closer. It's getting close. You know, she would have this breaks with reality. Yeah, totally. Or suddenly I would wake up in the morning and she's like, I'm uh, the Virgin Mary. So I would have to deal with her as a virgin. I grew up very fast. Because your mom took her life. Yes. That day, I remember my father getting there and telling me, you know, life is not fair. Uh, and sometimes you don't get exactly what you want. And, uh, and, and he went on to say, uh, your mom. I knew right away. I know, Flag. Your mom passed away. She locked herself in the house. Nobody yeah. could get in. Yeah, yeah. All right? And the neighbors realized something was happening, and they took you. I've never talked about it. Uh, first of all, out of respect for everyone that went through the process. And uh, second, I'm a public figure. Uh, every time I would try to talk about it, I couldn't. Right. I would just, like, cry. And I think that was my depression. I would, I, I would go back and think, we could have done something, like... You know, she couldn't cope. She didn't have the family there. It was brutal. horrible in Cuba at the time. She came from a family with a lot of money. Wealthy family. Wealthy family. Suddenly, Fidel Castro takes over. Communism. And uh, my father did everything he could. He was very young. But I look back now and I'm like, how the hell did I survive so much? I know, Flaca. For me, it's been when I finally found peace. I realized that I was able to talk about it and deal with it. The word is not normal, but the word is acceptance. And if maybe you talk about it, you can help someone else. Exactly. Because if I did it, believe me, with everything that I went through, people can do it. When you go through something so dark in your life, you learn the best mechanisms to keep on going. We're all learning a lot about each other. I actually suffer from extreme anxiety. It's creeped up on me throughout the years. I felt like a guilt, like, oh my God, all of my family, everybody around me has struggled so much. And here I am living this charmed life. You guys are incredible parents, attentive, incredible childhood. And I was already in my early 20s. I was holding all this thing about my sexuality inside. I had started my relationship. Abuela got sick. When she passed, I stopped eating completely. That was the beginning of a cycle. The small steps of anxiety and depression, there are little changes. And it feels like a wave that just captures you and you can't get out. You know, like once you notice you're in it, you're too far in it. You know, here goes my stomach, I'm not eating. Now all of a sudden I'm tired all the time. Now all of a sudden I feel a tightness in my chest that I'm thinking is like, you know, what's going on with me? And then anxiety. There were moments that I was just, I couldn't even handle myself and I was running in the street and hurting myself, not noticing, you know? And in the last three years, I think I've gone through five phones, telefonos. I, it would get to, ah, like, and then the moment it happens, it's like, what did I just do? Like, who is this person? What's going on? But by the way, I was freaking out. Everybody right. was freaking out. I started taking medication. And under like, a doctor's uh, of, absolutely. care. Absolutely. After, after because thinking, by after, the way, I'm I 
am wary about medication, but I, I had I. seen where you as were heading. And I was really worried that you would go too far into that hole and something well, bad might happen. Well, that's the problem when you get to a place where you genuinely feel, and I'm sure people can relate, like that's a dark place that has no tunnel, no lights, no ladder, no nothing. You feel like you're sitting in the bottom of a box and nothing's going to get you out of there. That's horrible. The darkest point was when I was actually on the medication and I was feeling falsely better. So I woke up the next day and I stopped taking it cold turkey. You can't do that. When I stopped the medication, you have thoughts that don't feel like your own. You start feeling like everything's dark. I wanted to take my life. I didn't understand why. You should have picked up the phone. And I understand, but everybody was going through their thing. I don't want to worry anybody, but then I felt like, oh my God, if I'm honest, then they're worried. That makes me more anxious. Because then when your brain starts describing yourself, I'm crazy. Oh my God, nobody's going to love me. Oh my God, everybody's going to worry. And then you create this story People need people, but you have to make the first step to say that. I need help. Can we talk? I don't want to scare you, but... I didn't know that you were going through this. Uh -huh. I think that my journey now, which is the beginning of the true healing process, is realizing that if you have anxiety, depression, these are human, these are things that come with humanity. Everybody. It's a question of every day fighting the fight being present and mindful in every moment. Talking about your struggles is also a catharsis. Listen, we're all working it out. COVID and the quarantine has really awoken a huge problem on a mass scale all over the world. Everyone is experiencing these things. It's, a, it's an everyday battle. And that's what we're doing at this table. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. 
There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. To her billions of fans, Lele Pond's life looks like a fairy tale. Behind the humor and the glamour of being a social media superstar, <laughs> Lele Pond's has been hiding a deep, dark secret. It hurts a lot. She struggled with Tourette syndrome. I'm just like embarrassed right now. This is not your fault. And battled crippling OCD. I just have to do it one no, more no, time. Because I did it no, two times, no, three. No, just one no, more time. No. I know. It all came to a head in the early days of the pandemic. It's just me and myself and my OCD alone. And I hate it. No longer willing to suffer in silence, Lele opened up her life and revealed her truths. Hola, Lele. I watched your series. As did I. It is very powerful. Thank you so much. And you are very brave. Very. And I think you're going to help a lot of people. I'm in shock because I met you a few years ago. And for me, Lele Pons is like, oh, my God, I adore Lele Pons. We went to high school together. I know. And honestly, you were the cool girl. I never would have guessed anything was going on with you. You were always such a bright, bubbly presence. I left school for a year just to work on my, my mental health because I couldn't function. What started making you notice that something wasn't right? Uh, well, I was really uh, young. I was, I was nine, so I didn't notice it. My parents noticed it. I couldn't stop touching the handle of the car, and my mom was like, come in this, inside the house, and I was like crying. I was like, oh my God, I can't. I don't know what's going on. Like, what is this? You know, they didn't know what it was, and then they called a lot of doctors, and I got diagnosed with OCD and Tourette's. Wow. What is an OCD episode? feel like for you? It's like a very strong urge of doing something that you don't want to do. Mm. But you have to do it because you feel so uncomfortable and, you're, and you actually some, sometimes start itching because you, you, like, your whole body is, in, is like an anxious. For me, like my OCD is touching, doing rituals in three because it's sometimes there's a meaning why people do things in OCD. You know, it's like, I'm going to give you an example. Like, why am I touching th things in three times? Because I want to or because I think that if I don't touch it three times and I go for the Holy Spirit, God and Jesus, they're going to punish me. Right, that, basket. Yes. There's going to be a repercussion. Yes, exactly. Something triggers me. It could be anything, a word. Maybe you said the word wrong. And I was just, and then I start saying it in my head perfectly. Then I get stuck with that feeling. Then I can't even move. I can't really react to people. Then I start like freaking out because then the thoughts come in, you know, bad thoughts come in. And then I don't function. What are the bad thoughts? I'm a loser. This is so embarrassing. Who's going to love a person like me? If I don't do this, my family's going to die. Uh, I'm not going to have a successful career anymore. You're never going to find a man. You're never going to ma get married. You're never going to be happy. You're never going to have a baby. That's it. It's over. Okay, let's just kill ourselves, you know? Oh. Yeah, you know, like, then I start freaking out. Then I don't function. When you start the episode, is there a beginning and an end? If you don't manage it, it could go on for days. It's, it's tough. It's only in the mind. I can imagine. And everyday tasks become really challenging, mm -hmm. even for you, even taking a shower. Yeah, right? that's the worst. I've missed so many meetings, so many auditions, so many things because of the shower. Walk me through what goes through your mind when you are flipping the shower handle. It just has to feel right. So I, I do it like that three times. I have to do it really, like, really hard because it, sometimes my OCD is about press. Like, you have to feel the texture. 
you know? Mm. Sometimes, you know, like when I touch, I touch like this. Like, and um, I don't touch like, if I touch like this, it's like, oh my God, right. I didn't touch it right, you know? So I do this so much. I'm going to break it because I had to feel the... So there's a perfect way for you yes, to touch it. Yes, there's a perfect it. way for me in my head to touch it. That gives you relief. That gives me relief. I'm like calm. Does something make it worse? Stress? Whatever triggers you. It depends on what OCD you have. Yeah. Why did you keep it a, a secret for so long? I was really embarrassed. I actually spent four years literally being like, I don't care about therapy. I don't need it because I'm so famous and like, I'm too good for this. I, I, I'm cured myself. I said that to myself four years and I went through a very low moment. I made so many mistakes, like personal life. And it, it, there's a lot of things that I can't explain because they're so- Dysfunctional. Yeah, exactly. Like in mine, it's just like, I'll go and get you and convince you to love me kind of thing, right? And I'll do everything. I'll buy you a house. I've done that before. I'll what? buy you anything you want. Just love me kind of thing. Okay, who's the guy you bought the house? Now <laughs> I want to know. What, I tried to buy happened? a house. I tried to buy the house. I don't know if you remember Juanpa Sarita. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with him. In 2016, Lele Pons and Juanpa Sarita's displays of affection went viral, garnering them the hashtag ZuriPons. Millions of fans thought it was true love, bringing them more fame and money. <laughs> we are thriving. But reality was far from romantic. He's my best friend, but I was obsessed with him at one point, and I gave him this $70,000 party with all his friends for his 22nd birthday. It's not even that big of a deal. You know what I mean? It's a 20, it's not 21st, it's not 30, it's not 16, quinceanera, 22. Did a whole uh, beautiful like ceremony. I made a dance for him. I told everybody to take pictures of us like randomly and say that like our relationship is real. Like I coordinated like a freak. Are you in love with him? I wasn't. I was obsessed with him. Okay. And then when the obsession okay. left, when the obsession left, I was like, what just happened? So you think it has something to do with your condition? With yeah, life. yeah, like, yeah. You want to be, like, loved of in my course. case, you know? Validation. That's actually exactly when my manager said, the hell was that? And I was like, I don't know. So they, like, took me to a ranch for a month. And I met so many patients that had the same thing as me. And that's when I was like, I have a big platform. What am I doing yeah. with it? Now, you allowed cameras to capture very personal, personal moments. yeah. Very. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Here is Lele in an intense therapy session. Explain to Sam why you're having a hard time right now that he came in. I have tics. And? And they're noticeable. And? I'm, I'm ashamed of having tics. Yeah. And what is, your, what is your job right now? What do you need to do? I have to show him. Yeah, so we're going to show him how you text. So you're going to actually make it no. a You're a brave girl. That and so that's hard. excellent. You know what? It's going to help a lot of people. For me, the hardest OCD is the ROCD, which is the relationship mm. OCD, because it's, an, it's another factor. What it's happens in your sexual life? What? Oh, my God. I want to know. Oh, no. <laughs> my sexual life? I'm a beast. <laughs> She's perfect. This is getting a little out of control over here. I love her. All right, let's all take a breath. Let's all take a breath. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds. It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Carla Sosa starred in one of my favorite TV shows, How to Get Away with Murder. I loved her character, Laurel Castillo, but I had no idea what she has dealt with off screen. Welcome to the Red Table. First, let me tell you what a huge fan I am, all right? And the fact that the first time I ever heard you speak Spanish on that show, I was like, she's Latina. That was huge. Her network TV, and then once they actually decided to not even put subtitles, so to include Spanish and basically say, you got to learn. After having seen the show, I was fangirling over you. But I know now your family had some mental issues as well. I grew up with a mom who struggles with bipolar disorder. Multiple family members have had it. My husband's brother is schizophrenic. I had a psychotic break at one point in my life. Like my entire family has been affected by this. It is a family issue. Growing up, you know, I'd wake up and my mom was putting us in the car at 4 a.m. to go and pray on people and she was touched by God and she is having grandiose ideas. And then other points I would wake up and she was doing a fire in the backyard and just things that, you know, are shocking. And when your schoolmates find out, it's como la mamá loca, it's demonized. In a Latine community, it's like la loca, la endemoniada. Oh, we don't talk about that. We deny it. So you had mentioned that you had a mental break of your own. I'm still finding out what happened because I had no idea what was going on, but I basically lost the ability to speak. I was 18 and studying in London. I was exhausted. I was doing way too much. It was an anxiety-filled, fear-based mutinous. I would have thoughts, but I, you know, when you... uh, uh, You're looking for the right word. It's kind of that feeling... Mm -hmm. 
but it doesn't go away. I couldn't explain what was happening to me. And it was hell. It was absolute hell. I struggled with having thoughts of suicide. And I remember that being the moment of um, panic, all of this trauma of growing up with this and not knowing how to even talk about it. My parents took me to talk to the pastor of the church, though. Of course. (laughs) Pray the cray away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. They they were doing the best they could, you know? Um, And I remember I would see my friends' faces turn into rats, and they were going to eat me, and people would come into my house, and I was just seeing things. I was in college with 60 other students, and I was, like, yelling in the corner, talking about people coming at me, and no one did anything. They signed a petition to have me kicked out of the school. These are, like, my boyfriend at the time, my best friends, like, all these people. They were scared. They were terrified. I think people are so afraid. They just don't know how to... Yeah, because they haven't been... They haven't been exposed Exposed. to it because everyone hides it. Right. And I had panics and literally PTSD after this episode because I thought it's going to happen again. And I went to the psychiatrist who said, I can't tell you if you have what your mom has. And he just gave me sleeping pills. He's like, you need to sleep. And I slept for two weeks. I stopped seeing things. Nothing has ever happened again. It's been almost 15 years. Sleep in, like, is huge. One of my favorite psychiatrists is Dr. Brian Weiss. He told me, if you spend three days without getting the minimum amount of sleep, your body literally starts breaking down. Look how it reflected in your in what happened to you. Do you remember when your moms were having these manic episodes? What were you feeling? I remember trying to tell her, no, mom, the sun is not getting closer. We're okay. And nothing that I would say or that I would do, she would change her mind. And what about you? Anger, resentment, like you're going to ruin our family. You're supposed to be my mom. Why aren't you taking care of me? You're terrifying me. I thought that she could help it. It was only until I was an adult that I started to find people who were struggling with the same memories that I had. And there's still like a huge stigma, um, I think as well, because in the Latin community, it's very much like pray harder. If you're not praying hard enough, then you feel guilty and there's a lot of shame. Exactly, because it's, it's interesting to me that, you know, Cancer isn't considered a weakness. Any of the other diseases are not considered a weakness. And I think, you know, as well, machismo has a huge thing to do with it because, like, machismo for both men and women is, like, you are considered weak if you have any sort of emotional struggle. It's considered so weak for men to ever be like, hey, I'm having issues with with this. But knowing that what you have... It's okay. It's not you. It, yeah. you know, whatever you have does not define you. Yeah. And that's it's so, part of who you are, yeah, but it doesn't define it, you. Exactly. Yeah. It does, it's part of who you are. You're, you're going to have to manage it. I have one question. Yeah. I haven't slept, to be honest, today. Do you take pills, you know? To sleep? Yeah. Not any. No. I ha- yeah. I, right now, I do. I can't fall asleep without taking pills, mm, which is right. like really concerning right now. If you have a sleeping pill and you suddenly start feeling things or having thoughts that you didn't have before, you've got to communicate it. People who have tendencies at all with mental health issues. Like when they're young, I'm just gonna try some drugs. My friends do it, they're fine. Drugs for anyone who has any of this in their family, I just wanna be like, just don't no. do yourself a favor and don't go there because self-medicating with that stuff is so dangerous because then it just prolongs and it makes it even worse and you're burying it rather than treating the It's colliding. Then you got another problem. Colliding with the other pills. If you do alcohol, that's the worst. If you do alcohol or like, drugs 
it trust me, it collides with the other pills. Yeah. For people who are struggling, the best thing that they can do is learn about what they have. My favorite thing is going to group therapy. I love that. Because you hear so many testimonies, right? Yeah, they help you. You're Even people alone. that don't know you help you. And you're not alone. Yeah, you're not alone. That is not so alone. Important. That is so, that's, that's what the that's best huge. for me. Yeah. You feel sameness. Yes. You feel connection. You can also see other people who has have it, and like you, and who have succeeded. And that's yeah. so important. Yeah. Exactly. For me, the suicidal thoughts came not knowing what to do. And I was just like, I'm just going to end it for y'all. And so when you're in a group and there's more people talking, you're just suddenly like on a lifeboat and you're just like, oh my goodness, another person grew up the way I did. Oh, can we talk about yeah. that? And it suddenly you becomes a normalized thing. You connect. That's why I married who I married. Genuinely, I had never spoken about my mom to any of my boyfriends, That's met my me. husband. He told me a schizophrenic brother. I was like, oh, really? The first time he met my mom, my mom was on a manic episode. And he was as calm as day, mm. knew exactly what we needed to do. There was the most, the deepest connection in terms of that. It's like the support system of people talking about it and sharing stories that I think is super powerful. And I'm just so happy that we're talking about it. We're doing this because we want to try to help others here. Because there's a lot of people suffering in silence for some reason. Any other illness is cool. People, mental illness has had a stigma for many years and it really shouldn't. Our brain's an important organ that also, you know, things happen. And so I really want to thank you for really going out there with your stories that I'm sure people are going to really appreciate and learn from. And hopefully all of us together can make a difference. Thank you. And thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. We love you for doing what's hard. Thanks for listening. To join the Red Table Talk family and become a part of the conversation, follow us at facebook.com forward slash Red Table Talk Estefans. Red Table Talk The Estefans is a production of Westbrook Studios in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. 
But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. CNN. 